0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. State of the Suns, driven by Sonic Drive-In. Mmm, Sonic. Brinson Gambo take you inside the Suns' front office and talk with a key decision maker. Every week it's our conversation with the Suns president of basketball operations and general manager James Jones. He joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Suns, off last night, off tonight. Back at home tomorrow against the Brooklyn Nets for an 8 o'clock tip time here on Arizona Sports. And with that, we welcome in James Jones for his weekly visit. James, how are you doing today? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I'm sure you're very happy. The the news that Cam Johnson has, is coming back to the lineup for the Nets game tomorrow. I'm sure you've been waiting to start and get some reinforcements back. But tell us about, about Cam and and the work to get back on the court.
2: Um, he's excited, man. He's been really, really anxious to to get back out there. You know, the last week has been emotionally tough for him because he's he, he's ready to play, and but he still has some boxes to check. Uh, so I know, for from a, a player perspective, from a team perspective, you know, his energy, the juice that he's going to bring to the locker room is going to be absolutely amazing, and we look forward to getting him uh, integrated because uh, as as we get healthy, we can start to get whole again and, and hopefully get back to where we were before his injury.
1: How, how difficult has it been? You got off to a tremendous start this year, and then the injury started to hit, and there's been a lot of losses and nine out of ten games losing. How how difficult has it been for you, to, knowing that you're going to get guys back and they're not out for the season, but just having to weather this storm?
2: Um, it's, it's not the hardest thing we've ever done in our lives, but you know, in, in, in sports, winning is the hardest thing you you, you can do. Uh, it's really tough to win uh, when you're healthy, and, and then when you're down, even more so. Um, but but it's always hard. Losing losing is hard. It doesn't matter uh, how you slice it. And and I I like the stretches that we've we've had where we've displayed you know um, I said some consistency, some courage to fight through. Uh, we've had some trying times too where we we just did not perform up to our standard. Um, but e- either way you slice it, it's it's tough to lose, and, and that's not a feeling, or that's not Uh, something that we we can accept.
0: James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Of course, the hope for Suns fans is that this is going to be the start of getting slowly a bunch of your guys back. Do you you have, when it comes to book, when it comes to Chris, when it comes to campaign, do you have an idea of when those guys will slowly start to trickle back in for you?
2: Um, No, I don't. Um, I think those guys, um, different arcs, but we're probably talking weeks away. Um, but I do know um, tomorrow we have Cam back, so that's going to be big for us. Is,
0: is Chris's arc even still defined in the weeks away category? I understand that with Book and even Cam to a certain extent. Is, is Chris's arc still weeks away?
2: Um, you know, he's day-to-day, um, and that's the reason I say weeks away. It could be five days. It could be ten days. I, I don't really know, um, but, but he's he's in a good spot. He's, he's turning in the right direction.
1: A, a lot of people will will check in with us, and why, why haven't the Suns making a made a move? It's better to have somebody than nobody. But I, I mean, I I know you well enough to know it's you know it's got to be the right trade. It's got to be something that that helps the Suns, and you know if it's to just for this year or for the future. But uh, you know, when when you address those those uh, discussions that people have, like how come the Suns have not made a move up to this point with all the injuries they've had? What do you say? I just
2: said we haven't made we haven't. Made a deal you know we haven't found a deal that that works and when we do we'll do
1: it yeah just as simple as that right but it's got to be a trade that works for for you guys right i mean it's not you know it's got to be something that gives no, you a, of a course a, of course chance no to, team
2: does a trade that doesn't work for them like you're, you're trying to make trades and improve your team uh why do you so if you can find something
1: why if you do you think it's,
2: to improve but, your team you do it
1: yeah why do you think it's been so difficult to find the right trade at this point well,
2: you know, there are multiple reasons, but you can point to the parity in the, the league. You know, when you talk about the play-in game, 10 teams have a shot at the playoffs or at least an opportunity to compete. And in the past, you would have teams that were so far away, they started thinking about next year with all this parity. Um, you have guys that are out there playing to win, and every team wants to get into the playoffs. That's what we play for. So you, you have fewer teams in the transaction business that are truly just looking at it as, asset accumulation or asset value uh, moves you have teams thinking if I'm trading a player I want a player in return that can help me win or help me win differently so it just makes it a a struggle and a challenge but a bunch of different factors like I think everyone's trying to win
1: yeah and with the play-in with the play-in games now right adding those play-in tournaments so many more teams are now in a position to try to make the playoffs that they, they they don't want to sell off players
2: no, that's and and that's a good thing because you get teams competing to win. And anytime you have teams competing to win, um is is great for the league and and it's great for the game.
0: James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show, just for a, a point of clarification, say, and I know we've been asking you about him since before the season even started. Is it am I safe to assume that Jay Crowder this situation will be resolved by the trade deadline on February ninth, James? That's the plan. Okay. As far as ramping up conversation with other teams, be it Jay or anybody else on your roster or anybody else you might look to acquire, and I know I probably ask you this every year, is there a date on the calendar relative to the trade deadline when things really start to pick up and, and the conversations increase?
2: No, I think you, I mean, I think it, the last few days, I'd say the last couple of days before the trade deadline, You'll probably get more incoming from teams that want to do something. But I can tell you from, you know, December 15th, January 15th, until the trade deadline, teams are having conversations all the time.
1: You guys added Saban Lee on a, on a 10-day contract. He's got an opportunity to play in three games, Denver, Minnesota, Memphis, anywhere from 13 to 28 minutes. Um, he's a guy you liked. You knew him from being in camp. What, what have you seen out of him so far in limited time?
2: He's, he's fit right in. I think Sabin's a tough kid, and, and he does what he does extremely well. He's, he's tenacious defensively. He plays with speed and, and a burst, and, and he can attack the paint, collapse the paint, and get to the rim. And he's fearless. I think that's been the, 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 his biggest um, trait or his greatest trait is his fearlessness. And, you know, we asked him to come in on a 10-day, pick up our offense, go out there and play, and, and you can see it seems like he's been with us for a while. So I'm impressed with what he's done and I'm hopeful he can continue to, to get some minutes, continue to like build some chemistry with this group and we can see what it means for him going forward.
0: James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. I I think James, the last time we had you on, maybe the time before we had a really interesting conversation about, about seeds and seeding in the, in the Western conference. And, and you even said along the lines of look, seeding does matter, right? It's important. Anybody who tells you differently is not telling you the truth. So for you, How much of a look do you take at the standings where you are and sort of what you need to do between now and the time you start to get these bodies back that we're talking about in order to give you a shot to make the play in tournament or to avoid the play in tournament and get one of the five or six or maybe even the three or four seats? What what sort of schedule standings looking are you doing right now at this stage in the season?
2: No, we're looking at we're looking at the long Look at taking the long view. You know, from here on, until the end of the season, if we can play winning basketball and win more games than we lose, if you look at the standings, uh, a lot a lot of teams play each other. Play we play each other multiple times. Uh, you can pick up a game or two on a team by just playing by winning your series two nothing. So um, we we just have to to win play winning basketball and win games. And if we do that, it'll take care of itself.
1: Any limitations on Cam coming back? You've always been a guy that if you're ready to play, you're available to play, you'll you'll play and there's no minute restrictions. But him coming off of the the meniscus, do you feel like you need to bring him along slowly or is he full go?
2: He's full go, but I, I expect him not having played for a while. I think his his conditioning will tell him when when the clock stops. And so if he if he's able to play forty eight minutes, that'd be awesome. I doubt that. I think he'll play a a balance of minutes. Um, But, you know, if if he's rolling, you let him roll.
0: Uh, Last one for me when it comes to James as they take on the Nets tomorrow. Obviously, we've documented how rough the stretch has been with all the guys that you're missing. Is is there somebody on your roster that, despite the losses, has stood out with how they've played during this rough stretch, a a guy whose play has impressed you during this time?
2: I mean, I think Damian Lee's been consistent for us. Um, You know, he's, he's had to take multiple roles. Um, but, but he's, he's been consistent coming off the bench, making shots and, uh, making plays for us. Uh, and we've asked him to do a lot, um, with Devin and all the injuries. So I, I have to give him props and kudos for being a great pro. And I thought Joshua Kogi, um, also played really well in his minutes. He, he was giving us something different. And, and, and both of those guys have had a tremendous impact on our ability to sustain, even though we've been down so many guys.
1: All right. Who are you pulling for in the NFL playoffs? Oh my! Dolphins are no longer there, so I
2: don't care who wins. At this point, I'm just at this point, I'm just I just want to see good football.
1: They they put up a hell of a fight. I mean, they 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 had the Bills on the ropes for a while. And that fourth and one, that delay a game on fourth and one, was a was an absolute killer. But I think they surprised a lot of people without their starting quarterback, down at a the third string guy. How hard they played, and and they had a chance to knock off the Bills.
2: No, I mean, they play a good team ball, and, and they made the most of their opportunities, and that's all you can ask for. So I'm excited about what the future looks like for my Dolphins. All
0: right. Good stuff, James. We appreciate the time. As always, good luck tomorrow against the Nets. We'll talk to you next week.
2: All right. Thanks, guys.